everyone, and welcome to episode number 49 of the Spoiler Cast. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined here by... Tristan? <laughs> Gotta get back. Back and... to the past. And Barra. Hey, guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did not realize it was episode 49, which we're coming up on the big 5-0 next We are. One. We're coming up on the, the yeah. golden anniversary of Spoiler Cast. It'd so, be, it's it'd true. Be really, it'd be really nice if we could do a reunion cast, but... It, Probably won't happen for a long time. It's all good. The spoiler cast is your look at what we've been playing when we talk about video games, um, but also your t- uh, look at a game that we spoil. Wow, that was slow. Um, but lately, we've been doing a lot of movies. Um, we re- did Persona recently. Um, the last episode you're going to have heard is for Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been kind of a slow period for games. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least yeah. games that we can all actually play yeah. through. I think that that's the more thing. I mean, if, if, between me not having a having a regular system, so basically I basically play when I record with you, and you uh, get getting play, caught in... Get a PS4. I will probably get a PS4 um, after I do my car insurance. Um, the PS4 adulthood. is way more important. <laughs> then you can play games with us. This is yeah. very true. See. Um but yeah, no, but uh, but you know, but and you know, with like all of our different work stuff and you getting sucked into Overwatch um, again, yeah. I mean, that's, I totally, that's a bad thing. I at totally all. didn't just buy 150 loot boxes. I totally didn't just buy 150 loot boxes. Stop oh, buying loot boxes! God, I bought 150 fucking loot boxes. <laughs> I can think of so all many the new legendary skins are so good. On the loot boxes. All the new legendary skins are so good. You know what's also really good? Did you get any? Groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Groceries over loot boxes, man. Eh, yeah. Eating's overrated. Um, so we are casting on Memorial Day, so thank you to the troops. Amen. This will be coming out a couple weeks after that and for serving our country. And Miss, thank you for your sacrifices. Death to fascism. For, you know, protecting us and protecting our rights so that we may talk about Samurai Jack. Exactly. Yeah. In exactly. a dining room. Yeah. yeah. So today, uh, so last time we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, we have a couple games coming up. I'd like to do a Zelda cast, finally, on Breath of the Wild. I know Persona 5 is coming up. Um, yeah, I've, I've finished Persona Prey, 5, my Prey. first playthrough. Prey which, Prey, which you guys can all see me playing through on VidMe. VidMe. Vid.me slash three-headed boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure we'll ever have an LP of Persona 5. Mm. We I'm, won't. Starting to see, I'm starting to see videos come out. But there's still very few and far between. Like it's mm-hmm. so. So for any of you who don't know, Persona Five is an amazing game. Um, the publisher, in the interest of protecting people from spoilers, have basically embargoed about ninety percent of the game to the point where uh, they are issuing content ID takedowns for people who post beyond certain points or certain things of it. It seems like that's relaxed a little bit. Probably because it actually doesn't uh, hold up to scrutiny once they actually go once once people actually fight it. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'll probably I may write an article to agree about this. Is that Please I do. actually have a mixed viewpoint on that. On the one hand, it's a pain because we can't do an LP of it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, though, it let me play the game without worrying about it mm. because I didn't have to worry about fitting it into a recording schedule. Yeah, it let me play the game avoiding. Basically every single spoiler for the game. Yeah. Because there weren't any out. Hmm. Especially because this game came out in Japan about six months before it came out anywhere else. Right. It let me very easily, if, like if I want to make a video about this game, not an LP, but like a video about it, it's giving me very clear guidelines on what footage I can use without having to worry about copyright. So as a video creator, that's actually really nice. I mean... It is, on the other hand, like my my personal thought about it is is that like I appreciate the sentiment, but I think it would have been would have would have worked a lot better is if instead of doing this mass copyright strike thing that they basic if it would have been really cool if they like set out guidelines for oh, no, like no. how not to be shitty when you do a let's play. Well, like no. say well, can you thing. not put like screenshots in there? Can you not say descriptors? Can you just do it numerically? Like it could well, have been well, really here's nice. The thing. Here's the thing is that what they did was Atlas USA basically put out there being like, guys, here are the guidelines. If you want to do use video of this game, however, use this. Don't show anything after this. Don't show these interactions. Don't show like anything having to do with this character. So and then they went like, ahead and blocked gameplay from being recorded on PlayStation. Right. Right. 
I mean, right, the whole the whole game is a blocked segment. The thing is that they, the, the 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 issue is that they, yes, they did set that stuff out. But the fact of the matter is, at least in my opinion, um, there's if you're doing a true let's play, like where you have commentary through where you have commentary throughout throughout most throughout most of it, where it's like you are clearly using it under fair use, then I don't see how they can right. that, I don't see how they can mess with mess with you under fair wow, use. Wow, we grounds. are taking this way off. Track. Well, it's, it's not, not. It's not off track. Right, right. I mean, it's our bread well, and the butter. Stance is, the stance is that <laughs> spoken like a true spoiler well, cast. The, 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 the stance is that Persona Five is a single player game. Right. You can only go through it one way, realistically. Yeah. Especially, it is also a game that is very heavily, very uh, cutscene heavy. Yeah. And very animated cutscene heavy with like we're talking full blown animation. Right. Full on anime cutscenes in this. Yeah. Meaning that one of the one of the key components of making an argument for fair use is that it has to be transformative. So, for example, like if I'm playing, like say I'm playing Battlefield. I was gonna say mm-hmm. player unknown battlegrounds, or something yeah. like that. If I make a headshot and I record it, that's me yeah. making that headshot in a unique space and time and situation. They will probably never be replicated again. Yeah. So it is a unique and transformative because it is a specific moment. Yeah. For something like this, any particular moment is going to be the same if, or be one of like maybe three variants depending on what dialogue options I pick. Right. But the thing is, is that like whenever you, A, there's definitely different ways to go through a Persona game. I mean, there's, there's numerous things, basically from the romances to etc and then also as far as i'm concerned as long as you have like a commentary track over what you're doing you're clearly doing fair use i mean the fact of the matter is is that like you know bioware does a lot of games like dragon age and mass effect or you know like 2k with with bio with bioshock which is even better thing where there's even less decisions where like there's plenty of let's plays or that, that are up and in fact they oftentimes don't even like strike um just like just like full movie cutscenes of them. Those are practically every game they have the full movie cutscenes of. And I'd argue that those could be copy, copyright struck. But if you're but but like people are generally cool with them. So I think that like while you could be pissy about it, I just think that fair use, as long as you're altering it, um, especially in something that's as common a thing as a let's play, it's fair use. And so what I would have preferred is that like I appreciate their goals. I appreciate that it allowed everybody to have less spoilers i just think it would have been cooler if they had actually worked with the let's play community because and made it happen cool right. now, <laughs> we, now we need to put a pin in this discussion. yeah yeah no i just want to let, i just wanted you to finish your thought and do what we actually came and now here i think to we do. should come here to do I agree. so so samurai jack you may or may not remember i remember it from the tsunami days with tom walking around voiced by the wonderful steve bloom um where which was a kind of a for kids, sort of cartoon, the original, yes, the series made sort by sort of, sort of, kind of made by how how do you pronounce his name? Tar- Tarkovsky, right? Tarkovsky, I think. You know, he's he, he's Genetsky. from Eastern Europe. I think it's Gennady. I'm not Genetsky. sure. He's from Eastern Europe. He's from Eastern Europe. Yeah. Anyway, they decided that they were going to go back end of the Samurai Jack series years and years and years later. Yep. And make the final season uh, to cap off the series of Samurai Jack, involving much time travel. And Samurai Jack walking around in the well, ether. Or it something. actually doesn't involve a lot of time travel. Okay, no that's time ca- travel. That's, well, that's part of the whole point. Um, yeah. Before we get into the story, so some things that have changed between in the some odd years. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Aku's original voice actor has passed on. Yeah, Mako, the legend who not yeah. only did great work with Mako, but within a number of other things, particularly. Uncle Iroh in Avatar. Yep. Uh, I mean, Mako is just a legend of a voice actor, and his his loss is yeah, his loss is still is, is still felt. Um, that being said, the guy that got to do Aku in this, I think that was actually job. very yeah, he did an yeah. excellent job. Uh, Aku is also very different in this. Again, we'll get into that. But um, mm-hmm. here are the big things that have changed. First of all, it has an actual budget. Yeah, the budget's great, and it is this season is more beautiful, like. Samurai Jack, always pretty. Was always pretty. This has cranked it up to like twelve out of ten because they actually have a budget to do this stuff with. Mm. It's also late at night, and they've acknowledged that their audience has grown up. Yeah, this season is much darker. Mm. Like Samurai Jack was always fairly dark. 
this season is like, no, no, we can handle like complex stuff and like like actual emotional depth and real darkness. Yeah. Uh, like there's an episode where Jack freaks out because he thinks he's murdered a bunch of kids. Yes. Uh, and I will say that in terms of uh, in, in one of the coolest things about it, in terms of like the audience has grown up and that, uh, you know, when that golden age of Toonami was happening, we were like, you know, we, we were, we were in middle school. Like, well, or I, when I, when Tamar Dex actually stopped, I was 16 years old. And when it started, I was in middle school. Yeah. And now that whole group of people who grew up on Toonami, we're all millennials with like most, uh, most of us, although not us, have jobs and like apartments, etc. And avocado, avocado toast, avocado toast, right? The thing holding us back from having houses, having our own yeah. real estate. Yeah. It, exactly. It's 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 not the mill- it's property. not the boomers. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know the whole audience has grown up and one of the coolest things is that when they brought Toonami back they brought it as a part of like Saturday on the Adult Swim block starting at 11 and then going into the AM they're yeah. like the people who have nostalgia for Tom are adults now and so we can show them age that we can show them anime for older audiences and when we bring back Samurai Jack we can push we can push the level of violence and violence and darkness and uh, also like give it a large degree a degree of a story complexity and continuity that people are actually now used to even in the stuff that is for younger viewers like yeah. steven universe and adventure time now have like complex plots and they're showed in the <laughs> slot the samurai jacked it was but now now we're uh now it's now basically the show is i don't think it's terror it made a terrible departure mm-hmm or like a big departure from uh, when, from uh, what's the word from when it was on in two thousand and four. But it basically had this beautiful natural outgrowth. Like Jack and other people fight humans and aliens now that bleed blood. It's not mm. just robots that he kills. Right. And it's not just robot, but it's not just oil. You see, you see, you see blood. You see death, and. You see some pretty du- and you see some pretty dark, pretty dark things. You also there's also uh, some like adult humor that's thrown in there as well, and it's but it's not really a break in my th- my thought process when I was younger and watching Samurai Jack is I always wanted them to like go over to that next mm-hmm. level, and now that they can, they are. Mm-hmm. And the flip side of that, which I also think was just absolutely beautiful, is is that. Jack always had to go back to square zero. And I've this is not my insight. This is uh, from some interviews I read of Tarkovsky in the original series. He had to always be... Uh, the storyline always had to just reset uh, re- reset after one or two episodes. This is 10 episodes in an arc. Everything is connected. Everything is built up. It ends when the series ends. So you start at, what, start at episode one, and then you were ended at episode 10, and it's... Uh, beautiful it's all connected and why did it need to start restart every couple episodes in the original series because they were showing it out of order oh because here's the thought they want to be able to show it out of order because you got to remember this is a whole different era like right now we have been spoiled because we you know like we because people have seen the success of stuff like adventure time and avatar Mm -hmm. and Korra, and now the juggernaut this demon universe but even stuff like the regular show which i don't think gets Mm -hmm. enough for a respect in that kind of thing is that where there are like ongoing arcs and continuations um similarly in terms of stuff that wasn't all adult sim like metalocalypse um but remember that back in the two back in 2004 when this ended this was in like the dexter's lab powerpuff girls days when people weren't sold on the idea yet that in your cartoons in your american cartoons especially for a younger for a younger audience you could have an arc. This was way pre-Netflix binge. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, which has really actually influenced stuff even beyond cartoons where people want arc and continuity. Yeah. So back then they couldn't do that. Now it's practically expected. And I think it's also really what Gennady Tarkovsky wanted to do all along. Like one of the last show he did before coming back for Jack, uh, Symbionic Titan, which also got canceled, but is quite good and underrated and you should check it out. That actually has a lot of like arcing and continuation 
that you're used to seeing with modern shows. Well, I just remember, I just remember the first time a season of South Park actually had an arc and were like, and actually dealt with stuff that had happened in prior episodes. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, the PC like, Principal season was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Like when when they bring up like when other characters bring up, hey, wait, weren't didn't you guys just try and especially something in a previous episode? And I'm like, wait, wait, what? They're actual stakes now? Yeah, yeah no, and I mean, <gasps> credit where credit is due. Uh, Adult Swim, I think, was one of the big giant pioneers of it because I because like Adventure Time, well, Adult Swim and Cora, because like I think Adventure Time came a little, along a little later, and it was also a bit of a slower adopter of it. Like it was always in there, but it was kind of like in the background. Yeah. And now it's got more prominent. But like the Venture Brothers was and uh, really had this beautiful pattern in Salome Metalocalypse, where it's like, oh, this is all nonsense that you can see out of order. And then it begins referencing itself. Yeah. And then once you get into the subsequent the seasons, bits. it's like, holy shoot, this is epic and amazing. Mm-hmm. And you are you are it's, building us up a, to something incredible. It's a here's a little sprinkle of running plot in amongst the, you know, daily, you know, day to day wackiness. But by the end of but by the end of each season, that little sprinkle has actually created a fairly big pile. Yeah. And no, and so it's like a slow burn. Exactly, and it's something that has filtered that filtered down into the younger stuff again, like the regular show Adventure Time, Steven Universe, and then yeah, throughout throughout the rest of the media. So it made sense that Samurai Jack, when it came back, would adopt that, and Tartovsky was just like he threw himself into it. Oh yeah. Obviously, this is like a thing of beauty. Uh, Mr. Tristo, would you like to do the premise of uh, Samurai Jack and then and the, the premise of Return Samurai Jack? Because okay. it is both of them. Because the cool thing is that there is a bit of a change, which yes. is really sweet. So, long ago in a distant land, a foolish samurai, uh, 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 a foolish magic sword wielding a magic sword we are was <laughs> extra thick. <laughs> oh, the memes. Uh, oh, the memes. Um. Okay. <laughs> there are these beings of light and these beings of darkness without the universe, and they've been fighting for a very, very, very long time. A sliver of darkness, one of these beings of darkness gets, like, beaten to hell, but a sliver of it lands on Earth and becomes Aku, the shape-shifting master of darkness, who I... gets sealed away for a good while until there is a solar eclipse? Yes. So yeah. there's an eclipse, which lets him break loose. Aku, the shape-shifting master of darkness. An evil wizard creature thing. thing. They can be whatever he wants to be. Yes. There's that weird episode where he was a girl. Ooh. And he and Jack... There, there's uncomfortable chemistry there. Yes. That was awkward. Um, this is in the original series, not the, the original. This is in the original series, too. Um basically awakens and begins terrorizing the countryside. Terrorizing the planet. Yeah. Um, the lord of this land, uh, after, well, when they are attacked by Aku, sends his son and his wife off. And his, his son to travel the world and learn everything he can in order to come back and fight Aku. And it's in the first episode we get this great montage where he's learning astronomy he's learning uh shipmanship archery unarmed fighting swordsmanship and this is the first episode of the normal first episode of the normal series not the not the not the return oh yeah going and he's traveling the world and learning from all these different people and different cultures like everything comes back um basically the gods of light left behind a magic sword that only someone who is pure of heart can wield. Right, and it was used by his father, and but his father was defeated. Well, used by his father originally to defeat a coup. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jack takes up the sword, takes up the mantle now that he's fully grown, and fights Aku, and gets so very close to winning. He almost defeats Aku to the point where Aku has one option. In order to survive it. And that and what Aku does is rips open a hole in time and sends Jack just flying into the future. And that's where Samurai Jack actually takes place. It takes place in the in it has this beautiful future. intro, but it's this far 
future with like We're aliens and mutants aliens and, and robots. robots, all and this stuff ruled by a coup. Right. A coup had like 50,000 years or something like that yeah. to control the planet. Yes. Because, and have influence throughout the galaxy. Right. Because Jack and the sword are basically the only things that can stop him. Yes, nothing else actually damages Aku but the magic sword. Right. And he hasn't had to deal with it. So he gets in the future, and then the first the first uh, series is Jack wandering the land, fighting uh, fighting evil, oftentimes associated with Aku, but not always. Yep. And Trying to find a way back home. So exactly. that he can undo these 50,000 or however long it is years of darkness. There's a lot of reference, and there's a lot of beautiful comics references. A lot of this is inspired, I think, by... Uh, by this, by the Frank Miller book Ronin. Um, there's mm-hmm. also a reference to the 300 Spartans too in yep, one of the episodes. In uh, they come back for the finale. Uh, it's uh, and uh, it's it's his beautiful. Best, his best friend slash rival, the Scotsman. Oh yeah, no, the Scotsman is a great character who we also <laughs> see return. But no, and but again, the thing was with this is that it always had to reset from square one, right. where he was like wandering and hadn't made particular progress because they wanted to be able to show this out of order. This didn't necessarily hurt the show back then, though. And on rewatching, it doesn't because Samurai Jack had a beautiful, beautiful aesthetic and beautiful, well-telling mm-hmm. stories. A lot of it's about the silences, yes. the action scenes that are just like glorious, oh beautiful God, fight so scenes, gorgeous. like poetry in motion. The voice acting was always nicely done. Like Mako, who voiced uh, Aku was just like outrageous and over the top. And Phil Lamar, who voices Jack and who returned for this. And voices everybody and everything ever. Basically. Really? I didn't know he had a great voice acting thing outside of Samurai oh Jack. Oh my god, he Phil voice, Lamar? He voice acts everything, I think, pretty much. Yeah. If you oh, look at it, it's just his, everything. Here, keep going. I'll get his IMDb for yeah. so, so it's like, so it's it's beautiful. And it was canceled in 2004. And while it's basically just like Jack was had, had had many adventures and still hadn't gone back in time. And then for more than a decade, Gennady Tarkovsky wanted to finish it. Yeah. Like there was ta- a lot of talk for a movie. And finally, I think the moment came right where, you know, everyone was bringing everything back and people saw that nostalgia stuff works and they saw that they had the audience, I think probably factored in that they brought back the mm-hmm. tsunami block and we millennials were like, yay, <laughs> Tom. And, and it's, it's important to, to bear in mind that, that the original series ended without an actual ending. Yeah. There was, there was, there was no, no wrap up. There was nothing. It was just ends. The last episode was an episode like any other episode. Exactly. So this was basically gave Tartovsky when I got back, like the creative freedom to, ended and ended on his terms and you know something coming back after that long a time is something that you rarely see and so i was excited but one of the things especially in those first few episodes like, i was just blown away by how good it was oh my God. I think- and i watched the first one of you Tris, and we we're like holy shoot yeah right and it's just because the premise of this is that it's been 50 years since, since the, the last, last episode. episode and which is really, which is, uh, which was a bold choice because it's like right. we're not going to put you right back into it. We're going to acknowledge time has passed for you and time has passed for Jack. Yeah. And fifty years has passed. He's lost his magic sword. All the time portals are closed. Are closed. Aku's destroyed. There's no way for him to get back. And the thing is, he doesn't age. Yeah. Because and he's been ripped from time. Okay. Time no longer affects him. So okay. he is an ageless wanderer, still wandering the land. But contemplating suicide oh God, and yeah. still fighting the minions of a coup, but it's like this uh, Camus-like Sisyphean struggle of like just fighting the good fight because you can, not because there's any hope of victory. And because you need to survive. Yeah, and it was it's and it deals with that beautiful, insane darkness. Oh, Jack is Jack is very unbalanced at the start of this series. Also, that he's wrestling oh, yeah. with himself literally. Yeah, you want to you want to talk about oh, yeah. that one? Um, so so it's been fifty years. Jack has lost the sword. How, do do we find out how he lost the sword? Yes, we do. We do. Okay. That's a, but it's only later on in the se- in the season. Basically, he a lot of this is him trying to get back to a person who can take on a coup, mm-hmm. um, yeah. or not. Re- or like we see him make that journey. He's not trying to consciously do that okay. as much as he's trying to survive. And then through interactions yeah. with another particular character, he begins to get back to Jack. Right. The first, the first series of Samurai Jack is about Jack and the people he meets and the people he saves and the connections he makes there. This season is about Jack 
finding himself again and getting become sort of becoming himself again after 50 years of basically just soul-crushing depression also yeah there's actually there's a lot of good stuff about depression and mental illness in there Mm -hmm. in in a way um, which is surprising but good Mm -hmm. yeah and also the other thing is is that there is a lot of callbacks to characters from the first season and storylines from it and it's not just fan service i mean it's fan service but it also really advances it and it really just shows the central thesis that jack has made a difference Mm -hmm. yeah in this world um now, but he's it's fifty years from, it's fifty years, but he, he's also fifty thousand years in the future. Yes, same yes. time, right? Yeah, he's, yes. still, he's still he's, he's still very far. In the everything from his previous past mm-hmm. was just like when he right. first came in the first season was just gone. Right, right. But I think that would that I think that that was less of an impact for him in the first mm-hmm. scene because he always knew that there was a way to get right. back to the past. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, with the destruction of the time portals, which Shaku said he did just so he could wait out Jack dying, but Jack didn't. Um, yeah. So, uh, so in the same timeline, Aku is now basically just holed up inside his fortress. Really depressed himself. Really depressed himself. Because <laughs> there's um, no real point to, point to life anymore. Right, he's waiting for Jack to die so that the last threat to him can be removed. And Jack's not dying. But Aku also doesn't know that Jack has lost a sword. Yeah. So, he's, so Aku is basically playing super defensive. Yeah. He's not making appearances. He's not controlling stuff. So we've had about 50 years or so with of a coup with reduced influence. So, like, for example, one of the things we see is we see the three, the original three blind archers. Mm. We see their people. Like, they've had a chance to get their society kind of back together since Jack sort of saved yeah. them. And how they've been, like, rebuilding yeah. in the last 50 years. We also see the woolies. We see the woolies. We see the ravers. We see the ravers. We see the... Uh, Dog archaeologists. Yeah, we see the Triceracons at the end. We see the Triceracons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Spartans come back. The Scotsman comes back. The Scotsman has about fifty daughters, at least. <laughs> There's oh, a little yeah. funny little gag where he's just like he's listing out all of their names, <laughs> yeah. and his daughters are all strong, crazed warrior women, of course, nice. <laughs> yeah. which is fantastic. Oh, they're wonderful. It's fantastic. They're they're the best. Um. Yeah. The, the big the big thing, the big sort of driving point through season one, uh, f- through this new season, mm-hmm. is Jack sort of just, just going from place to place, trying to stay alive, and dealing with sort of the um, angry part of him, the, sort of the angry, the vicious, the violent part of him, that is what has kept him alive This yeah, up to this point, without the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a cadre of human assassins raised from childhood to hate him and, and to hunt him. Yeah. The daughters of Aku. They they come in in the first they come in in episode 2. Mm-hmm. That, I mean you see him in episode 1. They fight him in episode 2 and the daughters <laughs> of Aku are almost kill him and at the end of episode 2 just to give you an idea of like where it's like I was expecting to see human death I wasn't expecting to see it in episode two. And yeah. I wasn't expecting him to do it by slitting the throat of a young girl assassin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and it's like it's not like he just like it, holds her down. It's like he like makes a slash with his sword. It catches her in the neck, and then she falls, and, and the mask is, breaks, and, and you see her red, face. And there is red blood. There's red blood on her For neck. The There's first a cut. time in like the season, and it's like uh, under the face of like a pretty young girl who is like a vicious killer who is trying to yeah. kill. Like you see the daughters of a coup as young children killing people, mm-hmm. um, but they've also raised were raised that way, and it was just like oh my gosh, yeah. and. The, well, and it's, it's intense. They're, one of the few, they're like one of like, up until this point, we've seen almost no humans. Okay. In the series, right? That, that, in, that, in that's the what entirety of, the, of, kind of the, the, the bang or the impact of that of that moment. Yeah, like yeah. Jack has mainly fought robots, yeah. or creatures. Like, and with the creatures, he hasn't stuff. even generally killed them. Right. Like whenever I, possible. Yeah, he he said like we and he in in this with his inner narration and the sex is like his angry side is like we've never killed a human before. Jack, 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 Jack,
strike the same kind of balance of action to sort of like peace or tranquil moments or yes, it does yeah a lot of beautiful tranquil oh, yeah. moments okay it is it, it it definitely has that aesthetic for fights and for pauses and for nature mm-hmm. him love jack and his love of nature is actually a big plot point <laughs> um but it's all like you see that this this love is expressed silently and have, it's glorious have you guys heard of the game fury no f-u-r-i yeah yes so there's a indie quote unquote game called Fury, which is basically a boss battle simulator. Mm. But basically, it's you fight a boss, and then for like five to ten minutes, you just walk. It's all you can do, and it like tells a story, and it's, you're just like a person with a sword walking through like a beautiful vista. Whoa! Yeah, and then, and then like, you get to the next boss. And you get to the next boss fight. You fight it, and then you're there's like a peaceful five ten minutes. There's like a kind of a cadence to everything. Wow! Um, and it's kind of like reminds me of like we, that would be like the video game equivalent. Yeah, as to we should what we're we seeing. should check it out on PS4. Yeah, when we're done here. Um, yeah, it's it's Fury draws a lot from Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the other key factor is is that like after he first survives and licks his wounds and then fights the other daughters of a coup, he kills all of them except, except for one, one. This this uh, girl Ashi, mm-hmm. who he said he had then basically. And, well, first he basically kidnaps her. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that first he thinks he he thinks he's killed her because like she's. He tries to. He, he, she's fighting, and then she's tied in chains, and he drops her. And then the ledge he's on also falls, and then they end up. Uh, they they both survive the drop, and then he's. But she's all like tied up in her like side chain or her her blade chain type thing. Sorry, Gama. And screaming. Sorry, Gama. And yeah. screaming at him, and he realizes that like, huh, maybe. Because his decision to fight the Hugh to fight the daughters of a coup was was based off a memory. That of his father killing bandits and he said like leave now or face your destiny and the bandits chose to fight to uh to fight, fight and he killed them so he gave them a choice but then once he sees ashi screaming at him and saying that he's evil and the reason why a pestilence on the world and terribly realizes that you're very confused maybe i can like show you why you're, you're very mistaken you're very con- no he, basically he realizes that he gave them the choice and then he realizes that they never had the choice yeah, is the main thing. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, there's also one really really nice moment. Uh, it's it's like an entire episode where it's Jack and then the old wolf. Yes, that's the. Oh my god, I love that episode. Yeah, it's, they, they it, it, it's the it's the episode where the Ashi fight happens. Like he's yeah. basically nursed back to health with by an old wolf, which you'd see which this was also nursing himself back. Because yeah, you see this old wolf fighting these other creatures at the same time. Zach, Jack is fighting. The daughters, the the daughters, back and forth, and you think it's a metaphor, mm-hmm. and it may re- very well oh, be. It's, a, it's it, very much a metaphor, but, but it's it also may, a real thing. Yeah, well, this is also questionable because he's in this cave, and then the lone wolf from the other fight returns. So, I mean, it could be an actual wolf who's helping him, or it could be just him hallucinating it. Right. That's yeah. also a possibility. I think they more do it on the line of a real thing, but it is. It was re- it was a very cool it, and beautiful. It's it's. Just such a good parallel. It just yeah. oh yeah, and then yeah, once he sit first, like Ashi's hating him, and they get swallowed up by this be- this giant fish, land fish creature, and they have to get out through its guts. And then Ashi realizes basically because of his kindness that he's not the he's not the enemy, and then he shows her that Aku is evil. But then he well, ends they do up, it. They do it through nature. Yes, through nature. Is through that this. it's is that it? They do it as. So she first realizes that Jack is not necessarily, you know, Satan. Yeah. Like like she's been told. But then Jack, like, takes her around and shows her, no. You want to see who has destroyed this world? It's Aku. Let me show you. And then they, and then what ends up happening after that is, is that Aku, is, is that Jack has to rescue these, like, little alien children who it turns out have been turned into vicious killer things, and he thinks he's he thinks he's murdered them, and he's been seeing these visions throughout the first few arcs, first few episodes of this like green samurai on a horse. Who then once he sees that he's, he's led death. away. Yeah, basically he falls the samurai of death, and yeah, and then then uh, it's basically uh, it's Ashi who uh, Ashi saves him in the fight against the children because she's the one who destroys their controller. Yep. 
um, they basically have turned into these. They have this uh, a signal that turns these little cute little blue things into vicious werewolf stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she smashes the controller, which tur- which makes it Jack think that they're dead, but really they were just knocked out right. and de-werewolfized. Uh, but yeah, he she then goes throughout. They spend this whole episode with her meeting with Everyone. all of these people that Jack has friends and enemies who he's influenced, and she sees all the good he's seen done in the world. And they, she finds him in a, in a cemetery surrounded by samurai ghosts about to commit seppuku. And she's able to get through to him. Don't commit suicide. You've done all this good in the world. And it's she who gets him to then go look for his sword. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, we're, not, like, and we're only like, we're only like maybe two thirds of the way through. Yeah. yeah this, this, this is the two thirds mark. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts? It's so like it's like obviously if people we're have telling seen... the whole story to you, yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, what, what, where, where are you thinking about right now, brother? <laughs> I guess, I guess I'm, uh, I'm kind of coming at it not from a story perspective, like kind of the beats, but more of like sort of like how the show is effective or how it works compared to the first season, compared to other shows. Mm. Um, you said the production quality is really good. It is. Um, it's is fantastic. it fantastic? Yeah. So is it? Is it sort of a cut above the rest, or is it as good as other maybe examples you can point oh, to as far as animation quality? I so, didn't really notice a difference in animation quality, but maybe Trist did. So, if we're comparing it to everything else out there, it is still a cut above. To be fair, though, original Samurai Jack is still a cut above a lot. Mm-hmm. Still a cut above a lot of things out there. Yes. Uh, take original Samurai Jack. Make everything prettier, make all the animation smoother, mm-hmm. make everything cleaner mm-hmm. and better. Okay. Yeah. So it is, like I said, it's it's kind of like if Original Samurai Jack was a 10 out of 10 in terms of like aesthetics and animation quality and everything else, this is 12 out of 10. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because they finally had the money to actually like hire enough people to get shit done. Yeah. Um, the scene where they're escaping from the inside of the giant like whale thing yeah is in my mind like a perfect example of it yeah because there are tons of different elements like visual elements Mm -hmm. all of which are moving in their own unique um organic ways Mm -hmm. and like fluidly cleanly Mm -hmm. beautifully also jack has a beard throughout most of this season and it is glorious. Like yeah. when you first see him, he's in full-on samurai armor with guns and riding, riding a, a bike motorcycle, and, and a it's beard. And, and it's, it's just like awesome. Oh. And people still know it's Jack, but he's just like he's like Mad Maxified. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and then all of that equipment and gear and stuff gets shredded by the daughters of a coup. Mm-hmm. Like it's basically you think he has a freaking chain gun and it does nothing. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 uh it it pumps the it pumps it up to eleven. Uh, in terms of like weaknesses, about the only thing I found was is that so Ashi, up through the part where like. So the first seven, like, you know, there are some, like, off parts of it. So, but, like, uh, Ashi up to the part where Jack goes and basically meets yeah. the Buddha and yeah. then Vishnu, Thor, and Horus. Uh, no, those are the yeah. gods that created it. And then basically he meets the Buddha and then them and they give him the sword back. Uh, up to that point, Ashi and her arc uh, are really, really good. And they're still good, but... Uh, so they begin to develop a little bit of a romance subplot, which made some people hate it on the internet. I was, I was more like, uh, it's, it's a, okay. I, I was more like, it's about damn time Jack finds someone he can actually <laughs> like be romantically involved with, because damn man. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it may have been stronger if it continued with like a more with with a more friendship slash fire daughter thing. But like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a leap. Like, it's just like mm. they chose to do that direction, and it was fine. Um, but like, yeah, they, that, that's the, that whole, that whole thing was like a little off, but then like the, the penultimate episode, episode nine, where he's going up, where you find out that Ashi still has like some Vaku's darkness in her and she's basically and transferred into a, it. into a killing machine. And then Jack gives up rather than killing her is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the last episode is well, also, nearly perfect. Well, the other thing too is that, but I have some issues. The other thing too is that I think the big turning point is is the episode where Jack gets his sword back, because in order he to, loses his beard. 
Well, he, he loses. No, no, he loses his beard, but for Ashi. Because she has to fight her mom. Yeah. She has uh, to fight and kill her mom. In terms of Ashi as an active character, in addition to fighting a lot of other people and killing other people, she literally kills an army of orcs defending Jack as he's meditating. Yeah. And then fights and kills her mom as, like, the end boss of it. She yeah. is repeatedly shown to be about as badass of a fighter as Jack. Gotcha. Um, which is great. Uh, but, yeah, and... The only real thing in terms of like the season that like to me took away from perfection, and again, this is it's it's a beautiful work of art. Everyone should go. I hope people are listening to it after they've seen it. But you should even if you haven't. Like we've given you plot details, but it's like the di- everything from the dialogue to say is great. Is is that I thought it was gonna go to a place that it didn't, but it got so very close. Mm-hmm. And it's it was Gene Tartovsky's vision to how that this is how he wanted to end it. But I sort of would have, pre- but I definitely would have preferred so how I would. So should we should we yeah. talk end? Let's Seriously. talk ending. Let's Seriously. talk ending. Yeah, let's talk ending. Come and on, no, man! So can't hold we're off the like freaking spoiler we're cast, spoiler yo. Cast. So, <laughs> so you hear Aku, that? Publishers of Persona Five. <laughs> so, so Aku finally figures out is told that Jack has lost the sword. Yeah. By this point, Jack has it back, though. Yeah. So Jack and. So Jack and basically the armies of everyone he has ever helped show up. Oh, but no, but the thing is, is that they show up because after Jack gives up and right. Jack and Aku has the sword and has like Jack, and he's like, I'm now going to kill Samurai Jack. And he broadcasts it all around the world. And everyone's like, and oh, then hell's no. And then you see hell's everyone no. he's helped. And then he's like going to be like, killed by uh he, he's jack is literally going to be executed live on television and then there's an explosion and you just see like a swarm of like armies of the different people who see it. it's just like it's beautiful it's fan servicey yeah. but it's but also it's, but it's what we've always wanted it's what we always wanted and also reinforces the point that like worked in the episode where like ashi told not to commit suicide is that jack has had an impact on this world yeah. that the effect that the adventures that we saw him doing weren't just simply random things that they actively made things better and that his friends are actually stepping up and fighting uh in that jack has inspired him his friends to step up and fight for themselves right which was really really cool um and so what i thought was going to happen was is that jack was going to destroy a coup and, and then live rea- the and live his life out in the future because he realizes that you know this is his this, this is his home that this is yep. you know that he, this is the this is a place where he's made may managed to make a life for himself and he and well, also so, pl- so there's still more to go into before we yeah that that's why I was I'll, hoping and at this point I'll take the moment to say I was that my expectation going into this final episode was that it would not be a happy ending interesting I was expecting it to be at most sort of a mixed blessing yeah I was prepared to see Jack die oh I was totally prepared to see Jack die I was I was not expecting a traditional happy ending and we don't get traditional happy ending too. Yes. Um, basically, so what basically happens is Jack gets the sword back. Jack gets freed. Frees Ashi from Aku's control. Which takes a bit of time. Takes Ashi, a fair bit of he time. basically has to like, t- she's fighting it. And then he basically, by telling her he loves her, he's able to like power the love. Most powerful yeah. thing. Right. I mean, like Care Bear all, Stare, motherfucker. Haven't we all seen Interstellar? I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> it's, it's, it, this, is equivalent to, well, this is like equivalent to, for people who haven't seen it, this is equivalent to like ripping Eddie Brock out of Venom. Yeah. No, it basically, is, she, she has a bit of Aku- uh, she's basically impregnated by like a coup, by the mother drinking a coup essence. He put it into a glass. Um, yeah. <laughs> all, 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 all of that. Let's, let's, well, let's not go any further. Well, all the daughters of Aku were. Yes, yes. She, she, she's, she, one she's one of the the one of the nine who's who's still alive. Yeah. But it, basically, that essence inside her takes her over and turns her into venom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. After the free, origins of the Aku essence. <laughs> dun dun dun. After freeing Ashi, <laughs> well, we, we gotta get through. There's a lot. Know, we have a lot to talk about. Um, Ashi realizes that being part of Aku, she has Aku's abilities, like shape shifting, like laser death beam eyes, like, um, and that includes the ability to create time portals. 
So they jump through it. She creates a time portal and they go back, back in time, time right to the point where Aku sent Jack, Jack to the future. Mm-hmm. And then so Jack appears and then just massacres. <laughs> and then massacres, weakened Aku, and then flees the tower. And he's back he's back in he's back in the past. He's back in the past. He has saved everyone. He's getting past. married to Aku, all of his so, teachers. No, he's that getting we... married to Ashi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, he, could, he couldn't get enough of the essence. <laughs> all, his, all his teachers show up. The and at this point, I'm going, and at this point, I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't this a time paradox? Because if Aku's dead now, wouldn't she not have been born so she couldn't create the time portal, send Jack back? Right. So that, you know, time paradoxy. Yeah. Well, it solves it, but only halfway. Wait. And only halfway to break your heart. Yeah. Because she's getting married to Jack, and she's walking down the wow. aisle, and his parents are there, and then she falls down, and she's in his arms, and what does she and say gets, to him? And she gets, McF- she gets McFly'd. Yeah, she if said, for Aku, I never would have met you. It never would have existed. <laughs> and then she's just like, poofs. She gets and there's just, she gets he's, and he's holding, McFly'd. and he's holding a, kimo- a, a, a kimono, and yeah. No, and it's, it's like, so like I said, I was not expecting a happy ending. And up until that moment, I'm like, this is looking like a really stereotypical happy ending. And shouldn't she be a paradox? Because, oh, she is a paradox. Yeah. yeah. Your existence is a paradox. paradox. Make a fortune check. Bring it <laughs> back. Fest. Old school death fest. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but no. And then like, but the last scene is him just like wandering in the, in nature and seeing a cherry blossom tree. And then there's this whole thing with a. Uh, Ladybugs. Ladybugs. And he sees one. It goes on him. And he's looking out in the distance. And there's this glorious shot of, like, the mm-hmm. sun and this cherry blossom tree and the ladybugs. And you're just seeing him, like, remember. And then that that, that ends the series. the series. The series Aku's, ends with, like, that beautiful note in nature. Aku is defeated. Aku is defeated. The, the terrible future has been averted. For but now. it has cost Jack... The woman he loves and more and also it, it and also, also all erases of fri- all of his yeah. friends they only live in his memories right. now um it's which a very bittersweet which to me was interesting in that like i guess the one thing is, is that like while i support you know tartavisky do like you know it's cool that tartavisky got to end it the way he wanted to end mm-hmm. it like there was no studio for it etc he just like this is his ending but i would have preferred him to stay in the future or at least make be, or at least make that conscious choice, because I don't think he was because th- it didn't seem like he consciously realized that doing this would erase stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that if he realized it would erase not only Ashi but his friend the Scotsman and everybody else from existence, he may have. Well, it would have been a choice. Do you want to get rid of all of this horror, right? And, or do you want to also save the people right. that you know and have like lived mm-hmm. with and like have. Have made a be- and have made a better world in the shadow of Buku with already, um, and again I thought that and it was also interesting that I mean the whole fade out showed that it was going through the theory of time where it's not branching plot lines, but if it is branching plot lines and he just jumps back, he's basically effed all of his friends by like teleporting away and then there's nothing that can destroy Aku anymore. Right, right, um, right. But time but travel I mean, is a weird, weird yeah, thing. To yeah, weird. Deal with. yeah. Well, it's, I, I basically I. As it was approaching the end, I was like, okay, there's two ways this can... I'd say there are two ways this can end. Yeah. Either Jack kills Aku in the future. Yeah. And dies in the process. Right. So, everything that has happened up to this point has happened. Yeah. And maybe Ashi sort of takes over the role for him. Yeah. You know? As as the daughter... As a daughter of Aku, but... But in the... But has, who has followed the samurai. Yeah, because if anyone would be in a perfect position at that point, to sort of assume the mantle and keep everything going, it would be Ashi. Yeah, that's ending A that I saw. Or ending B is that he does go back and undoes it all. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm hoping that at best this is a bittersweet ending if we go that route. And it was. It, and was, it was. A, it was a very bittersweet ending. Like, I guess one thing that I will say is is that. For the only bad thing for me to say about a show coming back after a decade is that it didn't end exactly how I wanted it to end in my right. own mind's eye. That's such nitpicking. Like that's so it's, nitpicky. It's, it's very nitpicky, and the fact that it got even close, like it gave me that beautiful, like it gave me that that image of of everyone coming together and fighting for Jack in the finale was awesome. 
And also the fact that aside from that, there were like a little moments that weren't as strong as others, but it was just overall one of the strongest Man, things I've seen fantastic. ever broadcast and an incredible achievement in term in media and also in getting an artist in a medium as collaborative as television to actually get his vi- yeah. his vision finished. Uh, you all should just see it. It's oh so God. good. It's uh, really, really here, good. Here's what I'm going to say. is that I'm going to say that I actually really like the ending that we got. Hmm. That's, fair. Actually, That's totally fair. I really like it because at the end of it, everything – I think it's an ending that's specifically designed to resonate with viewers. Hmm. Because at the end of, of this – Everything we've seen, everything Jack has been through leading up to this point, yeah, only exists as memory. Yeah, yeah. And how do and how does the original Samurai Jack series exist for us? As memory. As memory. Oh. As a memory of a thing that oh. has never come to pass. Oh, that is actually a really, really sweet way to look at it. So that so we remember. Yeah. We remember. The three blind archers. We remember the Scotsmen. Yeah. We remember the three hundred Spartans and the Triceracons and the Triceracons, like super fondly, as something that has never actually existed. Yeah, and that we will never get to ourselves ex- truly experience. No. And that is where Jack is. He's remembering all the same adventures we remember. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of beauty in that. Yeah. That's that's why I really love this ending. That's, that's a good argument for it, sir. Be still my heart. Yeah. Also, I have a list of things fellow Omar was in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, baby. So, He's in everything. So, real quick, in just the Samurai Jack series, and this includes the first series. Yeah. Yep. He's Samurai Jack. He's additional voices of, obviously, Guard, Leader, Wooly, Wooly number two, Frog, Host, Ogre number three, uh... He's, he's he plays forty seven things. Yeah, jeez. In the series, wow. And in Justice Two, he's Aquaman and Green Lantern, the new nice. game that just came out. He's in a whole bunch of other cards. I'm trying to find like he's major in, roles. He's he has. in Futurama as yeah. he, does, uh, he does a lot of voices in Family Guy. Yep, yeah. a lot of uh, minor voices in Family. Minor Guy. minor voices in Family he's, Guy. He's um, Hermes in Futurama. Nice. He is. Uh, what else is the big thing he was in? Um, he was in Pulp Fiction. Of all things. Yep. Right, but that's not animated. That's not animated. Like, I knew he was also in Mad TV, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep, he yeah. was on Mad TV for two seasons? Oh, he's the voice in The Witness, the, the, that game. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I should have gotten a better list here. Someone said, like, IMDb listed all. Uh, he's he's TT Spider Brown in Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, mm-hmm. which is great. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of things. Uh, he's great. in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance as, Vengeance. as Kevin. He's, on his IMDb, he's credited as an actor in 371 projects. That's amazing. So, Good he played Muhammad Omar. Ali in an episode of Black Dynamite. <laughs> nice. Nice. Right. I'm, I'm digging this shit. Cool. Any other thoughts on Samurai Jack? It's It's... It's what we've been waiting for, really. It's sort yeah. of the like true. It's it's a true vision of Samurai Jack as I think it was originally meant to be. Yeah, I think it's I think it's everything. I think you got to when you, why you should watch it fundamentally is that you're getting to see a creator get up, return to a project with all the resources he could want, with all the collaborators he could want who are possible, um, and just leave it all on the page. Uh, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a really beautiful, it's a really beautiful achievement. And, uh, folks, folks who have never seen the original series, I think can get a lot out of even just seeing these 10, um, like because of the way the original series is structured, like you can watch all of it and enjoy it. You can watch a few of it and you'll get a good idea about this. Like you should probably watch the first episode and maybe a few like highlights from like a Buzzfeed article, like top 10 Samurai Jack Jack episodes. episodes. Uh, but because there isn't an overall arc in the beginning you don't have to watch four seasons of it to really enjoy five and i think season five is something that is a singular experience in and of, in and of itself yeah I, I think i think it'd be important to watch the first episode of samurai jack and then the episodes detailing the characters who reappear right you probably want to you want to hit all those yeah um then but, i would very strongly recommend uh the episode jack versus the ninja mm. because that one is that episode is just gorgeous with how it plays between light and dark. Yeah. Oh my 
God, that's absolutely. The most, I was sad that the Jack hunters. The I was sad the hunters didn't show up in in the in the series. Yeah. The 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 the, the alien lions who are the best hunters of the universe. That uh. Didn't they, didn't they show up uh when? Or wasn't that them when Jack and Ashi were crossing the desert? I no 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 no. no, no, no. no Those no, were just no. different kind of. Uh, no, they were similar, right, 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 right. Those were also cat things, but no, like the actual the hunters who were good enough to actually capture Jack, but then let him free because a prey like this should not be uh, uh should uh no oh, prey like this should be uh should roam free. free. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It was uh, it was really cool. But yeah, everyone should see. Everyone should see this. Uh, who even if you haven't seen the original series, watch watch some watch some of the key episodes and then just go for it. I would also argue though that if you didn't see the original series and you either have already seen the new ser- the new season or are contemplating it, that you might not get as much value in watching the old episodes. Maybe one right. or two just to get the if vibe across. If you are across. entirely new to Samurai Jack, right, you won't have the same right. unless you sit down. Because it feels and, like there's a lot of nostalgia. Oh, there's a lot where, of nostalgia. Yeah. Where I, nece- I wouldn't necessarily care about characters I just met having yeah. watched an episode about you know the three blind. Yeah. archers yeah. and then come back t- and then watch the uh, the next episode you know about them and like right um, away right yeah. i'd be like all right whatever they're people he helped and that's that and they're happy about that yeah. they're gonna help them out and they're his friends yeah and just change their lives that's all you really need to know i feel like yeah, yeah. but for uh, for us if we remember and i don't remember them off the top of my head but i'm sure if i saw some of them it would kind of like bring back some sort of yeah, visual yeah. nostalgia um we're nostalgic. We're nostalgic about it, and yeah, it helps. And it, it's Every a little bit helps. It's a great example of how nostalgia is not the enemy of art. Always, mm-hmm. like it's like it's like how how you. I mean, I think nostalgia can be good in general, but like you know, it can get a bad rap. But no, this is like actually takes the oh. fact that there is a collective memory about this, and then using it to tell another story, <laughs> and to finish the story that was left left incomplete. The thing about nostalgia is that nostalgia always adds an emotional investment. The problem is that when you do something purely for nostalgia factor, there's or, no reason why. There's no reason why, or if you use nostalgia, or, or if you try and try and market nostalgia. Yeah. You know, if you try and bank on it, mm. that can that can backfire. And no, yeah. and this was the cool thing about this is that there's a lot of nostalgia for something that never got a proper finish. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be like, for instance, as we were talking about a little bit earlier, if Firefly ever came back, mm-hmm. where would be it would either be fantastic or it would be the worst thing ever. Nathan Fillion cannot do wrong ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've watched Castle because of him, okay? Oh, yeah. oh, I, yeah, oh, the Castle episode where he's in his Captain Mal outfit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes! Also, I mean, yes! I'm, let me rephrase that. I watched Castle for him yeah. and for his partner because holy, holy, holy Toledo. Oh, Serbian lady. My gosh. The jeans. The, my jeans are pulled towards you. <laughs> I am continue, caught in your gravitational pull. Continue. the continue, continue, I, am, I am part Serbian, and yes, I, I guess there's a part of me that wants to, to create children that will punch <laughs> things through the head. <laughs> awesome. With that note. With that note. With that note, I'm really hungry. Yeah. Uh, stretch your jeans towards our website at threeheadedboy.com <laughs> slash spoilercast. You can also stretch your jeans towards our uh, vidme channel, vidvid.me slash threeheadedboy. And you can subscribe to this podcast. Woo, almost forgot. On Please iTunes and Stitcher. Yep, it will also be up on vidme mm-hmm. at some point. Yep. Um, if that's where you're seeing this, hello, how are you? Yeah, VidMe, yeah. support us. It's a great platform. Yeah, at this point, we've basically just dropped YouTube. Yeah, because you stink, YouTube. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel like you smell bad. <laughs> and there are, there are a lot of reasons for that. But no, VidMe has, has, I think, really responded to us. And I think that's our favorite. Exactly. Uh, all right. Until all right. Until next time, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderous pair. Dead with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Woo! Woo!
the spot like of uppers and downers get done i'm in a rush to be numb dropping a thousand ain't much come from the clouds on a missile to turn this whole town into dust don't make a sound baby hush i am the living swipe right on the mic i'm a slut i don't know how to not spit like a loud Feel the pound of my kids on your couch. After a mongrel and mythical team, dealing this treacherous thing. Legend says L is a spawn out of hell. The myth is my mama's a murderous queen. Yo, I can in like in Godfather 1. You get the gun as I christen my son. If I die today in this hell, I should pay. Tell the Lord Mike, he said, fuck, it was fun. Every new rack is my dick in a box. We get a doozy, the mullahs a lot. You're getting used to me doing no wrong. I don't play chicken, you prick, I'm a fox. You wanna kick it, I'll give you the rods. You kiss the wood chipper blade if you bark. I'm fucking magic. I'm a war like a talk. I got a unicorn horse. Stop. Ooh.